Lesson eight is reconciliation. A couple quotes that reflect this lesson are 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18, which says, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And Philip Yancey said, Christian faith is basically about love and being loved and reconciliation. These things are so important, they're foundational, and they can transform individuals and families. God loves you and is working in your life for good. In this lesson, you will apply principles you've learned about peacemaking. Forgiveness, meaning to give up all claim on account of a debt or obligation. And making amends, meaning reparation or payment for a loss, damage, or injury of any kind. To pay back. While practicing the final stage, reconciliation, meaning to settle, resolve, or bring to agreement. This lesson will take longer than previous lessons, so set aside extra time. God calls everyone to be reconciled to Him. Reconciliation means to settle, resolve, bring to agreement. If you are a Christian, sins which separated you from God are settled by Christ's blood. You are reconciled to God on His terms. Now He is making you new, to be like Jesus, holy, blameless, and above reproach. Colossians 1 verse 15 and 19 to 22 says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God, for in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of His cross. And you, who once were separated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, He has now reconciled in His body of flesh by His death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before Him. God wants you and your marriage to reflect His image. When you and your spouse are growing in Christ together, you are a truer picture of His nature. But marriage also reveals areas of life that still need change, where sin and brokenness are ruling more than God. God wants to bring these parts of your life into agreement with Him too. Sometimes He reveals these things peacefully but other times through conflict. Therefore, to become one with God and each other in all areas of life, always try to identify conflict as an opportunity to biblically address barriers to oneness with God and each other. Peacemaking in Action Reconciliation in marriage is reaching agreement that a conflict between you and your spouse is settled. It means you both agree that past sin won't be what hinders your future. For the next part of this lesson, you will identify sin affecting your relationships with God and your spouse, and practice forgiveness, amends, and reconciliation. This exercise is to learn the process, not to address all problems at once. For an example of how to work through the entire peacemaking process, listen to Appendix D. Step 1. Search your heart. Pray Psalm 139, verses 23 to 24 which says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Ask God to show you your sins for which you need to ask forgiveness. This might be harms you've caused, resentments, potentially unforgiven sin, or sins you've ignored or been dishonest about. 
look at your answers to questions in previous lessons if you need help. Take a moment to answer this question. Question 1. What is one sin that has affected your marriage that you need to work through with your spouse? Step 2. Confess to God. Before interacting with your spouse, take this sin to God. To gain clarity about your sin, ask, Would Christ have acted, said, or thought exactly like me? Or work through Appendix C, assessing your part in a conflict. Answer this question. Question 2. Describe how your actions were sinful and how they affected your relationships with God, your spouse, and others. Honestly confess to God your sin and the damage it caused. Accept the forgiveness God offers to you through Christ for this sin. Next, plan steps to turn from this sin and turn to God. Repent and ways to make amends with your spouse. Write down what God reveals and ask God for help to pursue peace with your spouse. Answer this question. Question 3. What can you do to make up for the hurt you caused? What steps of change can you take? Step 3. Make amends. Schedule a time with your spouse without distractions. Phones, TV, kids, etc. Then, confess. Share what you wrote in questions 1 and 2. Don't make excuses, rationalize sin, shift blame, or point out your spouse's failures. Just confess sin, admit the harm, and express regret. Ask if your spouse wants to share anything that can help you better understand his or her pain or disappointment. It will not be comfortable, but grieve the damage of your sin with your spouse. If you are the spouse receiving amends, listen to understand. Ask for forgiveness. Ask the question, will you forgive me? And be careful not to only use phrases like, I'm sorry, or I apologize, as these are statements of fact and do not require a response from your spouse. Asking, will you forgive me, puts you in a vulnerable position and is a request for a response. If you are the one receiving amends, say, I forgive you. If you aren't ready to forgive, it is okay to be honest, but be sure to ask God to change your heart and help you release the debt of sin against you to Him. Forgiveness is God's will for you. Colossians 3 verse 12 to 13 says, Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Commit to change. Share what you wrote in question 3. Humbly ask if you can do anything to make up for the hurt you've caused. Then, commit to serious steps of change. Step 4. Reconcile. Ask if your spouse agrees that the sin from question 1 has been addressed. If not, it may be necessary to repeat this process to fully address the sin. If still not resolved after repeating the process, listen to the When Conflict is Unresolved section coming up. Many conflicts involve sin from both spouses, so take turns repeating this process until all sins on both sides have been addressed. Your goal is to pursue peace with God and each other. Hebrews 12 verse 14 says, 
Pursue peace with all people, and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. It is important to realize that reconciling a conflict doesn't always mean the relationship is fully restored. When there is deep hurt, faithfulness over time is what builds the trust needed for the relationship to become what God wants. When conflict is unresolved, as you both practice these steps of peacemaking, sometimes you will settle all issues of your conflict. Other times, you will reach an impasse. It is wise to involve someone like your re-engage leaders to help you evaluate the reasons for the impasse and next steps forward. Sometimes, an impasse occurs because your spouse is not ready to deal with his or her sin. Do not agree you are reconciled while unrepented sin remains, but stay open to reconciliation should your spouse turn from sin. Lesson 13 will help you know when and how to confront sin in your spouse so that you can be fully reconciled. In the meantime, you should be faithful to draw the circle around yourself. As John McGee said, One of the best ways to improve your marriage is to draw a circle around yourself and begin changing everyone inside the circle. Forgive your spouse for sins against you, even sins your spouse does not recognize. Confess and make amends for your own sins. These actions are under your control. They will model humility to your spouse and may even help soften your spouse's heart. Then, pray for an increased desire in your spouse to make peace. Romans 14 verse 19 says, So then, let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Here are two action items that go along with this lesson. 1. After practicing peacemaking with your spouse, list progress you made in your relationship. 2. Now, list conflict that has not been reconciled. Pray for courage to work through it together. If you are stuck, reach out to your leaders for help. The prayer of the week is, God, bring peace to our relationships with you and each other as we continue to practice biblical peacemaking. The truth about marriage. One lie we believe is, reconciliation always means the relationship is restored. But the truth is, even after making amends and reconciling conflict in a relationship, you may have work to do to make the relationship what God intends. Peacemaking simply means that the pain or fear of the past will not dictate your future together. But healthy, godly relationships require trust, and trust is built by faithfully following God's will over time. After reconciling, talk about what will draw you closer to God and steps you can take to build trust together. Ask God to restore you to a godly marriage rather than the damaged marriage of the past. For additional resources on this lesson, see reengage.org/reconciliation. <laughs>